And what's important here, and I want to come right out the gate, you cannot grow or expand as a human being unless you are living authentically. Amen. Say it again. One more time. One more time, Steph. Not grow or expand as a human being unless you are living authentically, your authentic life. Hey, midlife ladies. This is the Dear Midlife Podcast. Unapologetic girl talk that will help you remember who you are and figure out who in the hell you want to become. I'm Shelby Bybee, karaoke party queen, single mom, and an extrovert to a fault. And I'm Trinity Greenfield, a wild-haired woman full of sass, sparkle, and a heavy dose of black girl magic. So grab a glass and let's dive into the messy middle. Trinity. What? Have you ever heard of extreme self-care? Extreme self-care. So is this like where I... um jump out of a plane onto the top of a snowy (laughs) mountain where my massage therapist is waiting with a glass of bubbles and a um, uh, a massage table and and he's super hot right or or it has to be super hot (laughs) of course yeah what else uh uh, riding backwards on a motorcycle while I'm painting my toes that would count (laughs) wouldn't it yeah, I would say that's extreme. That's a pretty extreme. Um, <laughs> uh, we are talking about a different kind of extreme okay. self-care in our okay. show today. As a matter of fact, I think we're talking about something that is like way more dangerous, like not answering your cell phone. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Can't do that. Or, or even scarier, uh-huh. turning it off completely and like plugging it into charge in the complete next room. Now you're taking it too Would far. Bye. <laughs> taking it too far by me. Or wait a minute. It's about not spending time with people who don't fill your bucket or love and treat you Ooh. the way you deserve to be treated. And that includes <sighs> family would be, Lovers, mm. Mm. <laughs> um, friends, <laughs> come on now, right? Listen, I think I'd rather go ahead and jump out of that airplane, right? Than do any of those things, yeah? Oh my god, seriously, though, the truth is, when I think about it, I could honestly do with a little bit of extreme self care myself, yeah. And our guest today, Steph Palermo, reminds us that when we take care of our own needs first, ladies, then we are able to show up as our most authentic self, not only for others, but most importantly, also for ourselves. Hell yes. Put on that oxygen mask. Amen. Steph is... God, she was a total spitfire. She sure is, right? (laughs) She grew up in the Boston area, and you will hear it in her accent, in a Sicilian-American household. Mm. And it is her Sicilian heritage that has strongly shaped her personal and professional life. And she suffers from a congenital limb difference and numerous spiritual gifts that she acquired from a very young age taught her about overcoming these types of difficulties in life and how to navigate the challenges that life is constantly putting in our path. Mm. So these factors instilled in her this serious level of tenacity that has proven to be a key part of her personality. And when she got divorced, her lawyer told her, honey, you need to go get you a job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so Steph has spent 25 years raising children. She hadn't had a job outside of the home in a long time. So what does she do? She decided to take what she loved and make it a business called Just Steph. And she made an entirely fresh start for herself as a second lifer. I love that phrase, second lifer. Me too. Yeah. And today she calls herself an intuitive guide and combines her natural and supernatural gifts of empathy, encouragement, prophecy, Mm. healing, 
and discernment, to name a few, to guide clients and audiences toward their own soul's path, purpose, and personal growth. She sees clearly into the hearts and emotions of others, and her goal has always been to heal and guide seekers to a more meaningful existence and the life of their dreams. And so, ladies, girlfriends, mamas, it is also our goal to help guide other second lifers towards their purpose and passion through the expertise of our guests and our community. We are there, verging on the edge of our own second life right Mm -hmm. now. And we want to link arms with you, baby girl, as you navigate the messy middle. Together, we can weather the hot flashes. (laughs) We can can weather the midlife dating, Uh, girl. We can weather the empty nesting, the career changes, all of these things that we are finding ourselves in as we find ourselves. Mm, Yeah. We want you to join us on this journey by checking out our website at dearmidlife.com and following us on Facebook and Instagram. And now let's open our hearts and welcome to the show, Steph Palermo. Thank you so much, Steph, for being here today. Welcome. Thank you, ladies. I'm so thrilled to be here. Happy summer. Happy Happy summer. summer. Is this hot girl summer? Are we having hot girl summer? I think it was hot girl summer. (laughs) At least it's hot. Hot hot mom check-in, right? Hot mom check-in, yes. Awesome. Well, and speaking of hot girl summer, I know that you are here to give us some guidance on how we can you know, lean into who we are authentically and be our best selves. And you call yourself a soul guide. And I would love to know what has your journey been to this place and how do you help women find their soul or find their spirit, so to speak? So first of all, as a business owner and entrepreneur, my ideal clients are second lifers. I call them second lifers. I I did in my on my radio show, that was my, those, my audience, those, my audiences, uh, second lifers are empty nesters, newly single, and those starting over Mm, healthy, happy hip years are just beginning. So, uh, yes, this is the perfect crowd for me, my favorite, right. And we're all, and you know, what's great is we're, we're, we're fun because kids are a little bigger and usually that dark shadow is gone. Uh, and we just don't give a shit anymore. Right. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if you like me, real, like right? literally Let's get to the chase, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is true. We, you know, we're not worried about what, what everybody mm. else is thinking, but no. you know, uh, in reading about your podcast and, and what you're, what you would love to hear for your audience, I, I do want to say something about uh, living your best purpose-driven life mm-hmm. uh, because you talk a lot about authenticity. Yeah. And what's important here, and I want to come right out the gate, you cannot grow or expand as a human being unless you are living authentically. Amen. There's Say it no again. Way. One more time. One more time, Steph. You cannot grow or expand as a human being unless you are living authentically, your Ooh. authentic life. Mm. And what does that mean to grow and expand? It yeah. meet and living that best purpose-driven life is it really is a much happier life. It's a life in your genius zone. It's a life that's Mm. lived vicariously and uh, with passion and it's fun and it fills your soul. And, uh, and, and it's a place where when you, when you grow and you're, you're evolving and I don't know if people are into enlightenment or Mm, whatever, but if you're growing, if you're not growing, you're, you're, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backward. That's right. Can I add one too? that it's a place where you're not afraid to make a mistake, Mm. fall down on your face, fail, dust your ass off, get up and keep it pushing. There you go. But, you know, I think, you know, when you're, when you're living that life, it's a joyful, Mm. it's, it really is tapping into your creativity, but you're also, you're in this energetic vibe that attracts that same level of energy. So you don't, you no longer have time for 
uh, men who don't appreciate you, girlfriends who abuse you. I mean, I've been, I, yes. I've, I've been thrown. I'm going, so true. Well, that's an abusive marriage. I don't need an abusive girlfriend, honey. Hell yeah, you know, right? you know, it's, it's so or you true. leave, you walk away from really, or you have the courage to say to even family members, this isn't going to work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be in my life, this kind of treatment isn't going to work. So, you know, set your to, boundaries finally. Yeah. Yes. Boundaries for sure. But sometimes you have to walk away from even family members yeah. or you have to, as a, as an entrepreneur, if you, if you choose the entrepreneurial route as a second lifer, a lot of your biggest critics will come from the people closest to you yeah. and you'll have to say to them, look, you have to, might have a conversation. So, and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. These are my dreams. This is, this is, you know, either support me or we're not going to talk about this subject any, any longer. So yeah. I just, I, I kind of wanted to come out the gate with that. I was, I was thinking about it, but as far as my journey goes, I knew very, at a very young age that I, I knew things that I couldn't possibly know. Mm. I knew when things were going to happen. I understood mm. the emotions that were going on around me. But with all that, I was born with a rare disorder called Poland syndrome. Oh, wow. What's it called? Poland syndrome. You can Poland. Google okay. Poland, like the country. It yeah. was okay. a doctor who, who, who discovered it, I guess. And it's a genetic disorder, which is why I spoke, I speak at, I've spoken at rare disease conferences mm. and things like that. Mm. Um, I'm right side affected, obviously. So mm. dealing with uh, a disorder growing up, you know, you're already, you know, out the gate in the seventies mm-hmm. dealing with mean kids. Right. It's, it was different back then for us than yeah. it, totally <laughs> it is sure. today, for sure. Everything's like, oh, no big deal. You know, but, you know, and so then, but I also was in an abusive family situation. Mm. And so I had all this going on. And with that, my trauma, my complex trauma was that uh, my situation was never honored. My feelings were never honored because there was so much turbulence going on. Not that my mother didn't want to help me, but she couldn't. She didn't have it for me. She was too busy trying to put out her own fires. and you know, I would say, oh, this one was, was mean to me or what? And she would say, well, don't you dare be, you know, in her bone Boston way, don't you dare be afraid or ashamed. And I would say, and then I was ashamed to be ashamed because <laughs> I was like, okay, you know? And so now it was like, everything was just kind of, you know, pushed down and, you know, and that kind of tees you up for choices. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, my choice of a spouse was somebody who, kept me in that same situation, kept yeah. me down. You gravitate it, to what you're used to, what you know, yeah. what feels normal. Comfortable. Uh-huh. It's comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. not feeling good about yourself, feeling ugly, feeling stupid. And I was smart. I, I mean, I, I did well in school. And you're I'm, gorgeous. Don't oh forget that plot. And I felt very ugly. I dealt with weight issue, all, weight issue all the time. You know, the food, of course, I'm Sicilian. We love food, but right. you know, it was, it was an abuse of it. Not really the way that they eat in Sicily. Cause I mm-hmm. spent a lot of time in Sicily and they don't eat the way Americans eat. Yeah. It's very different. And of course the food has no preservatives and there's no stress. So, you know, our, our automatically you drop 10 just with that right there. Oh, let's go to but, Sicily. Shelby. Yeah, baby. Oh, I'm yeah. on it. Well, I'm I all for it. Well, like, come on. I, this year, I host, I'm going for it. I host retreats. I host retreats in Sicily. So you're Ooh. welcome. Ooh. We're so, in. Yes. So, uh, you know, uh, so going forward, you know, I chose my, ho- my husband and my spouse and, yeah. and we, we lived in Atlanta. I had four kids, four sons. I have four wonderful adult sons who are beautiful, mm. fun. Amazing. And oh my gosh, I love, oh, they're so fun. I love them as adults because they're super fun. Yeah. You know, and they crack me up and they're, they're just a lot of fun. And, uh, and so, but I had to go through a lot with them. And then when I decided to leave, my kids were used to, you know, mom and, you know, mom in the kitchen cooking in the kitchen. Cause I stayed home with my kids. Yeah. But while I did that, I, you know, I did things at church. I led Bible studies, things like that. And so I was already doing spiritual direction for women mm. already engaging in prophetic revelations, things that you would call a psychic, you know, sure. You know, it's either you know, if you want it's to, it's a Jesus it, psychic, right? <laughs> well, the thing is, 
you know, if you want to list down the charismatic gifts and then the it's true words, you just crisscross through the same. Mm-hmm. It's you know? true. And so I like to stay in, in the Christian realm, but to me, it doesn't matter what religion you are because learning to love yourself, love your life. That's, that's a God thing. That's a universe, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So mm-hmm. it's my choice to call God, God, and you know, whatever. Everybody and he gave you that gift and it's manifested in you. I think there's a scripture that says the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Right. So it's like, he's giving you that gift. It's part of who you are. Right. And so, yeah, in fact, we were at our club this past weekend. I belong to a couple of religious societies in Boston. We were talking about before we went on air and, uh, and one of the guys, his knee, he hurt his knee terrible. And I'm like, can I just put my hands on you and pray? And, and he, and he was like, Oh my gosh. He's like, are you a healer? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't say much. I said, yes. You know? And he's like, I can't believe my, my knee. And he's like shaking his leg and wow. I, he's walking around. Yeah. And I said, yeah, you know, that's you know, what what's crazy. My mom, um, rest her soul. She was a massage therapist. And she was using Reiki techniques back in the 70s and 80s before they were all of the rage, right? But it's that same gift of healing, the same gift by laying on of hands and manipulating the energy in order to heal. And, you know, God has given that gift. Right. And so I just said, I just said to him, I said, just praise God because it's it's working through me. I'm just a channel. I'm just a vessel. And you have to be like that because otherwise you get hung up on the results on the end result. But, you know, I, so after my post-divorce, uh, which was an awful divorce yeah. and terrible and you know, the whole thing was crazy, but I mean, I don't know many people who go through joyful divorces, but <laughs> it was lovely. Right. I, I want to do it again. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's do this. Great. But, uh, you know, and so, and I walked away from $2 million. Oh, just, wow. I mean, I got a good alimony. I got, you know, but I walked away from it because first of all, cause I was scared of him. He scared me. But second of all, I just, I thought, am I going to keep my kids in this fight? You know, mm. am I going to do this? I, I, I'm going to be okay. I grew up with far less. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and once I did that, I, I was now I'm ready to, I can start my own business because I have enough money to do what I want to do. Right. Good. What I, so yeah, I got on the radio down in Atlanta and which I loved my radio show down there it was a lot of fun. I actually was just on the radio this last year. I, d- I decided to take a little time off to work on my business and to really focus on that because it's, it's hard to just, you know, you ever go to, do you, have you ever been to a restaurant that has so many items? They're not good at anything. Right. Cheesecake, yeah. cheesecake factory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I didn't want to say it. So I'll, 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 bl- I'll put everybody on blast. I don't care. <laughs> That's yeah. So, you know, when you have that much food, you, the food's never really that great. Yeah. yeah. And so I was doing the radio because I love it, but I was finding that wasn't my zone of genius, even though I was really mm. good at it. And so I'm off to something, but that's, you know, this is the stuff that, you know, I talk about on, on the show, um, all about second lifers and yeah. living your best life and growing and what blocks you from growth and mm-hmm. what are ways that you can heal your soul to move forward. And I think that's what you, you all are about. Yes, we think so too. And you know, I love it. I love this notion of a soul guide, right? Like soul, soul work for dummies and somebody that can help us to travel this path. And I'm curious, you know, and you didn't really dive into it too much, but you said how, when you were a child, like you, you knew things that you shouldn't yes. and yes. that, that, and I don't know if you were inferring, like, was it intuition? Was it empathy? Was it psychic? Oh. Like, like what, what is well, it that you know yeah, was, and where all, do these messages come from? Well, you know what? I, I have the gift of knowledge. So that's an actual gift. So it's yeah. not book smart, but it's no, is it like it's, discernment in a well, way. It, it's knowing in your head. Well, I do have a charismatic gift of discernment. So like, you know, if I'm looking for a house, 
I go, yeah, I'm not going in that house. Mm-hmm. Yes, honey. I'm not going in that room. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I would run like run. Don't walk this bad, mm-hmm. this bad, bad energy, bad energy. And so, yeah. So, and I want to say, I don't like to be called a life coach because I don't like that. I think that first of all, I think there's too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that I would rather give somebody guidance from God. Yeah. And guidance from me. Mm-hmm. And as a channel of that, I, when I have that knowledge, so it, as somebody talks to me about themselves, I get a feel and I'm actually in their story. I'm actually in it. And then I'll start to know things and I'll say, oh, this is what's happening with this person. This is what they feel about you. Or mm-hmm. I've some medium situations where mm-hmm. I know, because I do have the other side does talk to me a little bit. I know they're there and I go, okay. Are, you know, it depends on where I'm at. I'm going, okay, can you not bother me this weekend? And so, like, you know, I have the, my off sign is on. Right. So I had one of my clients had some really awful feelings about her mom. Her mom was very, very abusive to her. Her mom had her when she was 14. And uh, I said to her, I said, oh, yeah, she's here. And, and I, and the reason why she had you when she was 14 is because she was promiscuous because she was raped by her uncle. Mm. Um, and she's like, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I said, well, that's the feel I have. She was raped. I think it was her uncle. And, and this is why she ended up with the boy down the street. And so, and I said, I just feel this. And she goes, oh my gosh, she used to pull my hair like that. And I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about that. And wow. so, yeah, well, she, you know, she's sorry about all this. And I was helping her kind of reconcile that because it's hard to move on when you're, you can't move on in life or in the afterlife when you harbor anger, resentment, jealousy, grudges, uh, all of that unforgiveness, you can't, you can't advance. So, and, and you're not your authentic self when you're living in that. Amen. Okay. So, so true. your authentic self is one that's aligned, one that feels good, one that's happy. Our authentic state of being in our physical bodies is health. Yeah. It's, and you, you're not healthy if you're not emotionally healthy, if mm. you're not feeling good. Being sick, whether it's a cold, the flu, cancer, it's not our normal, our natural state. Our natural state is health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's authentic. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you're at ease. Right. And if you're not at ease, it is a state of dis-ease disease comes from that. And so being able to stay centered and stay dialed in is what I like to call it. And, and Steph, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm just side note. If you get any little messages from me or Shelby, while we're going (laughs) through this conversation, feel free to let the other side bust in. Right. We're open to hearing all of the I things. Will. I will. I will. I, uh, I I definitely will. I would much rather have an off-air conversation if you'd yeah, like. Yeah. So that, yeah. that way nothing comes out that you don't want. Right. Yeah, sure. But, you know, I, yeah. So it, I, I told, I had this thing with my mom and just, just for an example, you know, if you can't help the people you're, you love, you know, and a lot of times you can't because you're never a prophet in your own home. Right. But I, I tried to find a way because she's so angry about my father and the way my grandmother treated her and that, you know, whatever. And my father's deceased. And I said to her, and now she's 80 years old. And I said to her, I said, you know, mom, here's the deal. Cause I tried to talk to her in other ways. I said, all that you, you're holding on to, you're not going to get into heaven with that. It's not accepted. Mm. So I didn't say she was going to hell. I said, you either align in this life or in the next. So mm. when you cross over, it's going to be a while before you get to be in the glory of God. And this is the way we talk, you know, and you can call it whatever you want, peace, whatever. But the truth is, is that infinite love that we're, yeah. that we're moving towards in the next life, how, it, it's, it's juxtaposed to anything other than just pure love. Yeah. So you can't bring that with you. And she, and she thought about, it. I finally got through because, you know, she's 80. She, 
my mother's Italian, you know, she's Sicilian. So she's going, yeah, I don't know how many Christmases I have left. (laughs) And, you know, like Ray Romano's mother. Exactly. And so I I was like, I'm going, oh, here it comes the guilt. So, but the thing is, is if you're thinking that way, mom, then you might want to make some changes in the way you're thinking so that Mm. when you do cross over, you are welcomed into heaven or you're going to have to work it out over there. So either work it out here or work it out over there. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody has a choice. We have choices. I, I think our goal is to not wait until 80. Isn't that right, ladies? I mean, all of us right. out here, we're midlife and it's like, wouldn't it be great? Let's get our house in order now so we can enjoy this journey and live the fullness of our souls out loud mm-hmm. right now. So, you know, you started off with this great tip around authenticity that we have got to be authentic in order to grow, in order to develop, in order to to start working on, on that journey. What are some of the other tips that you've picked up from your soul guide journey and from your messages of wisdom from the other side that you're now incorporating into your conversations with women in midlife to help them to start to live freely and authentically. So, and so that, you know, I don't, if I'm in a situation, if I feel like I'm in a pickle mm-hmm. or if I feel like I'm complaining too much, or I'm in a negative space, I go, okay, what would I tell my clients? So I, I, I want to say that <laughs> because I follow my own advice. That's good. I work, I work very hard to do that. And even if it takes me a minute, but I just go, oh, well, okay, what would I tell a client? How would I get through this? Mm-hmm. And the truth is, it's taken me a long time to see my own value because mm-hmm. of everything that we discussed a little earlier. And the best way to start is to start with extreme self-care. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that mean? It's not just going to the gym and getting your nails done, although all of that is self-care. It's saying yes to those activities that feed your soul. It's saying no to what doesn't serve you or what doesn't serve you right now. It means shutting your phone off. It means not taking phone calls or texts that will disrupt your spirit. And you say, okay, I'll, I'll deal with this later when I, when my spirit is ready to. Yeah. It's understanding that without freedom, there is no love. If you're shackled by these thoughts of lack of forgiveness, disrespect for yourself and others, you're not caring for yourself with self-care, then you are not free to be your authentic self. You're not free. So there is no love without freedom. Mm-hmm. Think about it. If you were handcuffed to and dragged down the aisle, that is that going to make you love somebody? Mm-hmm. No, there's no freedom without there's no love without freedom. So, mm-hmm. and, and you if you, there's no freedom, if you're shackled to old beliefs, beliefs that don't serve you, what other people think, what your family says your life ought to look like, or how you ought to live your life. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't want to be, uh, you, you want to, that's where you're authentic. That's where your authentic self comes out by letting all this stuff go and adopting the extreme self-care, working on what are your beliefs? What do you I believe? love this? What did you You called it extreme self-care. It's I love extreme. that. Like it because- makes me think about the folks that do like extreme skiing, like right. drop me out of a helicopter onto the top of the mountain. Like what are what some is- extreme self-care moments you can embark on? Saying, I'm sorry, I'm not going to. I'm not going to spend this holiday with you because Ooh. I want my holiday to be fabulous. Yes. Or, you know, I spend a lot of time in Sicily. I spend extended time there. And for my mom or my family, they think, oh, she's crazy. She's always jet setting. But if I were, was renting a, a place in Florida, that would be okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. This is what I'm doing. This is the place where Feeds I your feel- soul. This is where I'm, I'm extending my life. Not only it's not only longer, it's better because I'm adopting the Sicilian ways to live, which is what I teach to my clients and audiences that sort of blue zone life. Mm. Uh, So, you know, it's what are other uh, extreme self-care moves? Like I said, 
not answering the phone, turning the phone off. What I do now, my phone is not charging in my bedroom next to my bed. It's charging out in the living room with the ringer off. So I can sleep. And if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm not tempted to yeah. answer, look at the phone, look at texts. And I just, and so I can say, I, I just sleep because my body needs to sleep. That comes before everything else. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah. So things like that. And people go, oh, I could never do that. I could never let go of my phone. I'm going, well, you know, we never really had phones before. We didn't have a cell phone. You know, we made it. We did okay. We did okay. Choosing to eat the foods that feel good for you as opposed to junk food. And that sometimes right. makes, that makes people uncomfortable. Like my dinner of bourbon and English toffee last night. That's <laughs> You know, and that feels good. You know, I mean, it felt say, so damn good. Right. But you know what? That's your choice. It feels good. It's feeding your soul. It's what you want to do. And if that makes other people uncomfortable, well, oh, well, oh, well, so sorry. I've got to go. I'm sorry. This isn't work. You know, this isn't working for me, especially if you're dating. How's that? Yeah. You know? Just yeah, I love this idea of choice, you know, because I think so many of us feel stuck and feel as if we're stuck in place and that we don't have a choice. And so mm -hmm. I'm curious, I know you're talking about letting go of the past and this extreme self-care and, and focusing in on the future and, and who you want to be. But what was the catalyst? Because I feel like so many of us don't even know that we're stuck. So many of us don't even realize that we have a choice. What was the catalyst for you to leave this relationship or to move forward or to found this new entrepreneurial endeavor? What was that catalyst? Yeah. That got you unstuck that helped you to realize that you have choices and to do something different and make a new choice. So this is a, this is a really cool story. I just after my divorce, when I moved, I left the house cause he wanted it. It was gigantic, like 14,000 square foot. You know, you know, these guys, this is their penis size. You know, they <laughs> want, you know what you have that house because every time something breaks, it's 10 grand. Right. So whatever, um, it was a waste for me. And I, I loved my little house. I could keep it clean. It was so easy. Even if I had help, it just was, everything's easy. I'm even in a smaller place now. I simplified. But aside from that, I was in my townhouse and I was walking. I was pacing. I was so mad at God. I was so mad. I said, everything that's happening, it's your fault. I, you know, I'm not, I made these choices because of everything you gave me. I never chose this. I didn't choose my family. I didn't choose this, that I didn't choose that. And I went, I went like this. What if I, what if I did? What if I did choose it? And then I started, I went, and then I, cause I'm a deep thinker and I started to, and it was just like this. And I said, you know what I did because free will is an eternal gift. It's not just a gift you get when you're, when you start to exist in time, space, reality, it's an eternal gift. If it wouldn't be an eternal gift, if it wasn't given to us by the eternal. Okay. Right. So we have eternal gifts, which means we choose this life. We choose our parents, we choose our family, we choose our spouses, we choose our children, and they choose us. It's a mute. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes, that's me. I'll take that job. So now all of a sudden, I have nobody to blame. And if I want to start making changes, if I want to rewrite the story, guess who's writing it? Me. That was my big aha. Mm. And then I said, okay, now I've got to start making the choices. And I want to tell you something. I am the lone blocker. I will block your ass. I will block you. You say one thing out of line to me anywhere. <laughs> I'm done. Like I'm all, I'm all set. I might have my last word and then I go and consider. And that now I block you. <laughs> but, you know, or I'll have some whack jobs on Facebook or whatever, you know, and I'm like block, like all they have to do is say like, Hey baby. And I'm going, block. Block. You know, I just don't care. You're not, you're not worthy to be in my life. And, and you have to understand your value because yeah. until you know your value and what you bring to the table, you don't know who belongs at your table. So who belongs at your table? Do they deserve to be at your table? Mm -hmm. Do they know whose table they're at? Mm -hmm. Do they want to be at your table or everybody else's table? Cause I'm not sharing that. I'm talking, this isn't love relationships. It's true. But 
And then are they free to be at your table? Are they, you know, are they, are they, you know, they're always tied up emotionally or legally, whatever. Are they divorced? Right. Whatever. But you can put that with, even with friendships or in, you know, with, in the work world, you know, do these people know what I'm bringing to the table? I know my value Do they. I love this conversation because there is so much freedom in knowing that you are the sole person who can make every single choice. But with that, there comes also, I mean, to your point, maybe some question then of what is your value? And so how do you guide your clients to find their own value, find their own worth? Because I think that in and of itself is something that women, especially in midlife, struggle with so much because we associate our worth with our youth, our beauty, our you know, our physical health, whatever it is, our kids, our jobs, our kids, our jobs. And in midlife, a lot of that, we lose a lot of it. The kids grow up, they go away to school and now we're on our own or, you know, we lose our physical health. We lose all of these things. So how do we find that value? That's a great question. And this is why I started with extreme self-care because we were so used to not taking care of ourselves. And especially as women and moms, we always put everybody else first. So now when we start to engage in extreme self-care, we start to feel good. And when we start to feel good, we're more sensitive. You know, we've been desensitized to mistreatment. Mm, We've been desensitized to um, abuse. We've been Mm -hmm. desensitized to not taking care of our bodies or our needs and saying, and putting everybody else's needs first. So once we start to do that and we're respecting ourselves, not only will other people feel that vibe and they'll respect us back, but we'll be more sensitive to the negativity that's thrown at us or people who are constant complainers or people who don't treat us with the value that we have. But it's only through taking care of ourselves first and loving ourselves first, but it's so cliche. Oh, you have to love yourself first before you can love others. But really you have to love yourself, really authentically love who you are as a human being and that know that your value comes from being a creation or from the the infinite love and the creator who is perfect and whatever you want to call that, the universe, God, source, your inner being, whatever it is in that being's perfection, there is no space for imperfection. Yeah. And in knowing that we care for ourselves and we, we take care of who we are, live our truth, live in our authenticity. And therefore we become sensitive to all this other stuff that's outside of us. And we go, I I can tell you right now, we spend, and you know, I'm actually engaged. And so Jimmy and I will be, you know, we say, well, what do we want to do tonight? And we go, I go, let's feel into it. Let's see what we want. And we go, oh, let's stay home or let's go here or let's go to this restaurant. But we also have decided we don't want to be around certain people. Yeah. We choose our crowd, you know, and we choose who we want to be with so that it fills us up and we get nourished because we, we know what we bring to the table and I bring value to my friendships. And if Mm -hmm. you're not going to bring value to me, I don't really want to be in your company. I'm not talking about when somebody's in need and you're being a friend and lending an ear. I'm talking about energy vampires, those people that drain you, you know, the naysayers, the, you know, the negative Nancy's, the Karen's of the world, you know, (laughs) whatever, you know, stay in your lane, people. That's what I like to say. Just stay in lane, take care of yourself. Yeah. And you know, the thing I think about a lot when it comes to knowing your value and accepting your value is also to stop playing the kind of the if only game that we play with ourselves, especially at this stage of life. If only I would have done this, you know, finish my degree or married this guy that I knew I should have married. Or if only this wouldn't have happened to me, then I would be okay right now. If I wouldn't have been abused or if I wouldn't have gained the weight or if I wouldn't have had the disease or if I, if I, if I, if, are we, are we and even if you've got to love yourself with all of that, like, because well, all again, of that makes up who you are and loving yourself fully and fully means all, everything that brought me to this moment 
Right. Thank God for it. Thank me for it. We have gotten here together. It was by hook or by crook, but here we are. And I love who I am so fully and so wholly that I would not change a single moment because right. then it would change the woman I am today. And I am in love with the woman I am today. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it, it, that's so, that's so true. And it's, and you know, you've made progress when things bother you less. Yeah. You know, you've made progress when, and you just don't spend energy on just the trivial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I see some of this stuff going on with the girls and they're going, you know, this is, this one doesn't talk to this one. And I said, yeah, I don't have any, any of that drama in my life, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it's, it's, it's understanding that you're perfect and you're perfectly created. Mm-hmm. It's also loving yourself. It's also understanding you you're the choice maker yeah. and saying things like, if I only lost weight, if mm-hmm. I only had this job, if I only got, if I only got my $2 million, if yeah. only, if only, but you make a way with what That's you right. have. And yeah. I'm going to find that dude. And he's going to be like, damn, I love that big ass and big thighs. I'll be like, no, I didn't go on a diet just for you, honey. Cause I knew you were coming. Right. That's right. But you know, I think that that is, you know, maybe a little bit easier said than done. And I know that, you know, you've had some difficulty. We've all had our own difficulties in life. So, you know, one of the things that you had said earlier is how do we identify those patterns? You, you had said Mm. how you had grown up in a household where you felt like you were abused. And then you stepped into a relationship where you, then that felt normal, that felt you know, comfortable for you. So you stepped into that relationship. So how do we identify those patterns and break ourselves free of those patterns so that you can, I mean, you're engaged. How do you choose a different path in life? Right? Because it is easy and comfortable to, to stick with what we've known. And there has to be some sort of healing or letting go of that to absolutely forward. Yeah. I mean, it is a process. I mean, and the truth is, is you might want things to happen like that, but in reality, you don't because you won't have learned the lesson and you won't have had the growth from it. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is when you start with the self-care, that might include getting help, whether it's a therapist, mm-hmm. if you want to do a life coach, a soul guide, a mentor, you know, just getting help. And the thing is, is we we're also we've detached ourselves from our bodies when we're really um, enmeshed and when we, we need to be mindful, like, why is my stomach tight? Why is my throat dry? Why, why is the hair on my arms standing on it, standing on end? Why am I sweating? Or, you know, why do I have palpitations? Why, why is this situation triggering me to feel bad? Why do I want to go to bed over this? And when we start to ask ourselves those questions, when we, it's because we, we become aware of how we're actually feeling, what our body is feeling, because the body will tell the truth. Mm. Even if we want to lie up here, our body will tell the truth and we'll have anxiety. Even, you know, that can lead to the cortisol, the weight gain, all of that health issues, What's going on? What's going on at a deeper level? We need to start asking ourselves those questions. Yeah. And then saying, okay, well, it seems like this happens every time somebody, you know, questions me about work or questions me about when are you going to find a guy mm-hmm. or, you know, wh- whatever it is. And then you need to start working on it. And what are my beliefs around that? Why don't you have any, why don't you have more money? Why aren't you making more money? What are my money beliefs? What are, what are my beliefs around, you know, earning and receiving money? And then you can question yourselves and either get help with somebody who can help you with that mindset and to help you get on your soul's path, or you work it out yourself by starting to research you know, it takes a lot longer if you don't get help. I'm just, and people yeah. who get help, mm-hmm. people, and that's part of extreme self-care as well, investing in yourself, mm. whether it's a coach for your business or, you know, or a mentor or, you know, spiritual guide, you know, whatever, coming on retreat, going, people do yoga retreats all the time. 
why not a soul journey retreat? Yes. So, you know, there's lots of, you know, investing in somebody who's going to help you help guide you. That's extreme self-care. That's an investment in yourself. So those are the things that I would say will help you to get through those rough spots. And I'm not going to say those rough spots don't happen because it's sometimes it's two steps forward, one step back. Sometimes I go to myself, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened to me. I thought I was way more evolved than that. And you <laughs> kind of get caught in some drama or whatever. And I go, oh God, I can't, why am I doing this? And, and that's part of our humanity. It's part of being tied in with other yeah. humans. It's either that or I'll just stay in my house and never do anything. It's layers. You it's know? layers. So, yeah. So yes, absolutely. So we, you know, you just want to get with somebody who is ahead of you so that you, they can help you move forward. And this includes who's your friends group. Are you dummy and down? <laughs> Shelby, I've been meaning to talk to you. <laughs> meet, meet, meet or exceed me, at least in yeah. a few areas. I want people who are kinder, smarter, more yeah. successful in their businesses in my life so that I can have those are the people that have space to be your cheerleaders. People who are who are bottom feeders don't have the ability to be a cheerleader to support you. They just can't. They don't want you to grow. Yeah. So you want to be around people who can cheer you on and say, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Did you ever think of this? Or, you know, back when I was first starting my business, I had several people say to me, have you thought about getting a coach like for my business? And I said, and then I heard it on now, uh, you're a badass at making money. She kept saying it, I kept listening, listen to it as an audio and get a coach and get a coach. And I said, I think I better get a coach. And I've spent a lot of money, a lot mm-hmm. of money and a lot of time in healers, coaches, mentors, because for me, my happiness is number one over everybody else's because I can't be anything for anybody if I'm not authentic. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, Steph, it has been such a pleasure. I feel like the time has flown by in this conversation. So I am so excited that you were able to join us today Where can our listener find you if she is looking for someone to help her find her soul as a soul guide? Well, I would love that. And, uh, and so, so it's just stuff.com and everything's there under my services, my retreats, my books. I've written three books, two are published. So everything's there. Um, and on my website and all of my social media, you can find the links to my all, all of that is on my website. And if you want, want me to come in and I'm, I actually do some corporate consulting as well to help people meld as a team, meld as a family. And, you know, I have a, a speaker page uh, with all my speaking events that I've done and, and things like that. So yeah, come on retreat with me. Come to Sicily. I'd love to have you. Mm. I am on board with that for sure. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> you no, know, and I'm everywhere else, you know, whatever, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, iTunes, podcast, all the podcast (laughs) platforms everywhere. Sounds great stuff. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing your wisdom. And I love the idea of extreme self-care. I am definitely going to really put some thought around what I can do to drop me out of a helicopter into a hot tub on the top (laughs) of a mountain. (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Are you in? I'm in. Let's, let's do, do it, it, girl. Gosh, we only live once, right? I'm going do on it. 50. Like, let's do it. <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes, Steph. Yeah. I love it. I want to hear all about it. All awesome. right. Thanks a lot. Have a good afternoon. You too. Take care. Ooh, thank you, Steph. I loved this conversation. I love yes. that. I love your accent. So good, right? So fun. So good. Oh, man. Let's jump on into our top five. I'm going to start with a short and sweet one. It touched me to my soul. Ladies, you cannot grow or expand unless you are living authentically. Write that one down. Yes. Write that one down. I fucking need to write that one down (laughs) for sure. And two, your authentic self is one that is aligned, that feels good, and is happy. Yes. Our authentic state of being is one of physical health and 
you're not healthy unless you are also emotionally healthy. And that was super important to me. So, so true. Yeah. Which, which leads us right to point three. It takes time to see and recognize our own self-value. And, and one of the best ways to get there is through extreme self-care. You don't have to jump out of a helicopter. You don't but, have to jump out of a helicopter. But damn, if that masseuse is waiting on the top yeah, of the mountain, jump I will away. fucking be there. <laughs> jump away, baby girl, jump away. <laughs> right? But seriously, number four, extreme self-care is actually saying yes Yes. to those activities like the sexy massage therapist i'm just saying that feed your soul and it's saying no to what does not serve you or what's not serving you right now like turning off your damn phone and investing in yourself and your future and understanding that without freedom there is no love yes and to take this home with point number five Life doesn't happen to us. It happens as a result of the choices that we are making every single day. And in the end, we have no one to blame for our choices but ourselves. But the beautiful part of that is if we want to rewrite our story, guess who is writing it? You are. I am. Shelby is. We are the authors of our destiny, of our lives, and we can call into being whatever we want to create because we were created in the image of the great creator who has created all of this that we see every single day. And we can tap into that energy and create for ourselves. So right now I'm creating a meeting with the super fine, sexy massage therapist at the top <laughs> of a mountain. I will see you there at noon, boo. Um, but seriously, ladies, let's all jump in together. I want you to really think about yourself and what you need this week. What do you need in order to recognize your self-value? What do you need this week in order to lean in deeper into your authenticity? and your authentic state of being to be emotionally healthy and to take time for you and for only you because you are worth it we want to spend more time with you in moments like these we want to create even greater connection in our facebook group with you and by you coming in and digging into our website dearmidlife.com where we're always going to be a part of your team, part of your family, and a part of your inner circle. We love you, and we cannot wait to spend more time with you right here next week in the middle.